Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book study. My name is Jen A. I live in Colorado and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and your leader for this morning. Today is Thursday, May 27th, 2021. This is the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. And today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter, How It Works. We're on page 60, reading the first paragraph, beginning with, Many of us exclaimed, and we're going to read one paragraph only. Today's uh, Team Thursday group is Anita L., Nancy C., Kathy P., Elena C., Andrea B., Ken WH, Esther C., and Janice PM. The reference numbers for yesterday, which was Wednesday, May 26, 2021, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time was 17,000. 18, that's 17018, or the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard was 17,019, so 17019. So the OA preamble, O-Readers Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose here, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Anita L. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. Uh, The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, 
having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. With that, I pass. Have a beautiful day, everybody. I will now ask Andrea B. to read the 12 Traditions. Andrea, press star one. Andrea, we can't hear you. You can press star one. Thank right. you. I, I there you was go. prepared. Um, and someone okay. needed me. Thank you. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one and ultimate authority of loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Pardon the background noise. Five, um, each group has the one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, could some, um, I'm so sorry, would you be able to finish this for me? There's going to be a loud noise in a moment. Jan, this is Katie G. I can do that. We're on Tradition Thanks, 7. Katie. Go right ahead. One moment. Sorry about that. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Um, 7. Sorry about that. Okay. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should may remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Anita L., Andrea B., and Katie G. for jumping in. All right, well, this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirements for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinent requirement for sharing on top topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. You're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute, and once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. 
So today we resume our study uh, in the uh, chapter, uh, How It Works. That's going to be on the big book in page 60 and the first paragraph. I will now ask Nancy C. to begin reading. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Jan. Good morning, visionaries. Nancy C., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Many of us exclaimed, what an order. I can't go through with it. Do not be discouraged. No one has been, no one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is that we are willing to grow along spiritual lines. The principles we have set down are guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. My, what a loaded paragraph. Um, what do I want to talk about today to start us off? I think that, you know, um, when I started to, to read it yesterday, I was like, this would be where I cut and run. You know, we just got told half measures avail us nothing, and we went through all the steps, and we've been talking about them all week. And then I would say, what an order, and I would cut and run. There was no way I could do it. Or my perfectionism would come in and say, I have to do it perfect and then start and cut and run. But this paragraph offers us hope. It says, don't be discouraged. You know, we, all we have to do is be willing. And that's the benefit that this program has given us. The writers of this text always has that hope that I'm not alone anymore. This is a we program. You know, we admitted we were powerless. And that is the only step that I needed to take is to know that I was powerless over food and that I had to put the food down. That's the only perfect step I had to do. The rest is progress. Um, and being willing to grow along spiritual lines. You know, what does that mean? You know, we know we have a twofold disease. We've got a allergic reaction to certain foods, and then we've got our head. And the rest of the principles after step one are all in my head. And that's what the steps teach us to do. Um, I got hung up for 10 years in this program with the line um, spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Somehow, I never heard the spiritual part. I just heard the progress, not perfection. So if I would be abstinent for a while and then um, lose my abstinence, People would be like, keep coming back, you know, it's progress, not perfection. And so I hung my hat on that. You know, I was I was working at this diet with group support and really trying to get it. But over those 10 years, I never took that first step. I never admitted in my heart and in my soul and to my God that I was powerless over food and that my life was unmanageable. And I needed the we. I came in here and finally found a fellowship that just really took me under their wings and helped me to say I'm not alone anymore. I don't have to do this by myself. You know, I have to show up and find people who are like me, who understand me, find a sponsor who would love me and walk me through this program and only be where I'm at. I'm not on step 12. I'm on step one in this Right where this is now, we're on step two. We haven't even gotten to turning our will over yet. Um, so it's, it's a scary thing. But I've watched in all of you the recovery and the joy and the promises and just the miracles that happen to everyone 
that picks up this program and picks up fellows and works through these steps. That is just something that I wanted to have so bad, and today I have it. Um, I am so grateful that this was written saying that I just needed to be grow along spiritual lines. You know, I didn't have to be perfect in it. Um, when I came in, I was Time, I didn't have any. All right, I didn't have any principles, but the principles that they give me today really are very spiritual and it changed my life. And with that, I pass. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Nancy C. Well, we value everyone's experience who's on the line today, so we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. Who would like to share on what was read today? Tina S. Larry G. Tina, Larry, Anem. Adriana, Barbara E, Kim, Kim, Barbara. Who did I miss in there? Anem. Oh, thank you, Anne. I knew I heard you. My pen wasn't right fast enough. <laughs> okay, that's so good. Perfect. Thanks, everybody. I got Tina, Larry, Adriana, Kim, Barbara, and Anne. All right, good morning to you, Tina. Go right ahead. Thanks so much, Jen. Tina S. Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. And wow, what a great paragraph. What a great lead. You know, uh, if I, when I dissect this paragraph, I get exactly, I don't even know what to say now, get exactly what was just shared. You know, what an order. I can't go through with it. By the time I had gotten to this part of the book and I, and I read all the steps and I was like, certainly I can't do all this. You know, and I was the one that was, you know, I was going to cut and run, you know, and and that's my experience. That's what I did. Um, and I never, you know, really interpreted, do not be discouraged. No one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We're not saints. That somebody, that the people that have gone before could share their experience, strength, and hope that we just be willing to do the next right thing. We'd be willing to follow direction. You know, that was my biggest problem because I always thought I knew. You know, what I know is going to kill me for sure. Uh, and if I could just be quiet, be still, and follow someone else's instructions, you know, I could really understand this progress, not perfection, you know. And to grow along spiritual lines, and I always say this because it's the truth. I didn't come here to get spiritual. I didn't come here for any spiritual principles. I just did not, you know. But when, you know, um, push comes to shove, you know, the tire hit, the rubber hits the road, I'm <laughs> back against the wall, you know, I'm willing to, you know, go along spiritual lines because there's no other answer for me. Last house on the block for sure. I have tried everything else, you know, and if anything would have worked, I would have continued to do it, but it did not, you know. And and I love that there are principles behind each of these steps and behind the concepts, behind the traditions, all these principles that we uh, are willing to grow along, you know, Again, willing, you know, trial and error, you know, I can do it right, maybe not, but then I have the opportunity to come back and do it again, you know, to clean up this stuff, but I also love that it was shared. By the time in this book, we're not even at three. You know, I'm just being willing to believe that there's something bigger than me and that I can live free one day at a time with that power, and if I just, you know, get out of myself, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Great stuff. Thanks, Tina S. from Florida. Up next is Larry. Larry, give me the first initial of your last name, please. G. My name's Larry G. I'm from California. Uh, 
I'm usually not up this early. I usually get up around uh, five, start my day at five, but I'm I'm on fire uh, because someone in this program introduced me to a ancient spiritual practice that has been forgotten, which is the uh, listening to God is a, a two-way communication with God, and I'm just starting to um, get into that. Oh, my God. Thank you, Nancy. That was powerful. It was a powerful uh, share. Um, got so much out of that. You know, the word that pops out for me in this paragraph is willingness. Uh, it's the only requirement uh, is willingness, willingness to uh, put down the booze or put down the food. Um, and great things come. I had, uh, as described um, in Appendix 2, uh, a surrender that was sudden and spectacular. I, I've been in the program 26 years. Um, I was introduced to vision. For me, vision is the last house in the neighborhood. Uh, and I literally I was on my knees sobbing because I realized how wrong I was and how, how delusional I was about, uh, about um, compulsive eating. And, uh, and, and then I got into this big book. Thank God vision practices the big, uses the big book for our practice and not some of those watered-down, non-conference-approved bullshit resources I had used prior to this, you know, like the, the easier and softer way, right? I, I need something like the big book that shuts the door on compulsive eating. And it's this paragraph that, uh, paragraphs like this in this book that have helped me to shut the door. I'll tell you one thing, whether you're surrendered or not surrendered, this big book, if you practice a big book, it will do one or two things. It will either shut the door on your compulsive eating or it will screw it up. And I came this program on May of last year, 2020, and um, I finally had surrendered. Uh, and I was one of these people who, who bought into some of the bullshit, like, you know, you only have to let the tiger out of the cage. Well, the alcoholic only has to let the tiger out of the cage once a day. Or never has to let the tiger out of the cage. We have to let the tiger out of the cage three times a day if we have a snack four times a day. That's crap. And I, I, was, I was happy to practice that because my disease loves vagueness. It does not want this either or the big book promotes. Um, and, you know, I have to tell you today, I never have to let the tiger out of the cage again. The tiger is compulsive eating and, and alcoholic foods. Just like the alcoholic, I have never had to let the tiger out of the cage. And I am, I am relieved, uh, relieved the bondage of the obsession of food and compulsive eating. And I thank Vision for that. And people like Nancy started this uh, meeting off with such a profound and deep share. Thank you. I'm out. Thanks, Larry G. from California. Adriana, followed by Kim. Good morning, Adriana. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, everyone. This is Adriana T. Recovered from Health Overeater in Michigan. Um, so when I was reading this paragraph this morning, I was thinking that my reaction to first reading the steps was actually very different than this, the first line in the paragraph. What an order. I can't go through with it. I was so filled with egotism and self-sufficiency when I came in this program that I thought, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do these steps. This is going to be easy. This is simple. I think because I was in a master's degree for counseling so and had an undergrad in addiction studies, so I knew all about this stuff, you know. I knew I, you know, had it all. You know, I was just going to come to some meeting, you know, through osmosis, I was going to get this program. Um, at the time, I don't think I really 
knew what the steps were going to entail because I would go to local OA meetings. Now, no one was really recovered. Nobody was Adriana, really working. You're, you're, you're cutting out. Uh, your, your words are cutting out. Are you in, on a car phone or? Yeah, I can get off that. Okay. That way we can hear your share. Okay. Thanks. There you go. Yeah, Hopefully absolutely. That's better. Then you can, we can hear every word that you say. <laughs> go right ahead. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, so I was just saying that, um, you know, I was full of self-sufficiency, and I kind of thought that the steps were um, – I wasn't in a group that was working the steps as outlined in the big book, which has very clear instructions about how we work these steps. And so – when I actually got a big book sponsor and had to start following directions and not living in that vagueness that as someone else mentioned, um, Oh, you know, just let me do the steps how I want to do the steps and let me make amends how I feel like making amends and let me put myself on the top of the list to make. And, you know, not really look at all my faults, but just the ones that, you know, didn't look so bad, you know, and, you know, when I was running the show, I wanted, it looked very easy, <laughs> but when I actually started working the program as outlined in the big book, um, it was a lot more challenging, especially when I got to step 10, because I don't want to look at all day where I'm being selfish and dishonest and fearful, you know, what about all my good traits? What about all the things I do well? You know, I want to look at those things because, you know, I need to build my self-esteem, you know, because I'm, I'm studying to be a counselor. Isn't it about self-care and self-esteem? Um, so this is a totally different type of program of ego deflation than going to a therapist as I had before and being told, you know, how great I was and how everyone else was wrong. So, um, total game changer for me. And uh, that's all I got. With that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Adriana T. from Michigan. Up next is Kim G., followed by Barbara E. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kim G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, recovered since January 2011. And I don't know about you all, but I'm a loophole girl, always looking for that loophole. So the text says we claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection but as people have alluded to what i heard in the rooms was progress not perfection so how i use it as a loophole is i and i hear people all the time too i'm imperfectly abstinent my food is just a little bit sloppy you know i often hear people or people will call me and say i'm restless irritable discontent and i'll say well where are you in your step work and they'll say well i'm living in 10 11 and 12 but when I ask them, what does that look like on a daily basis, often not only can they not describe what 10, 11, and 12 is, they're not, they're not doing it, right? So, yeah, yeah, I'm a sponsor, but I haven't had a sponsee for three months. Or when's the last time you did a 10 step? Well, that was a few weeks ago. So the way that I think about this is like in school. You know, I used to study for a test. I always studied to get 100, but I understood that, you know, sometimes I would get a 90 and maybe an 85 and maybe a 95, but I always studied to get 100. I never studied to get an 80. I never studied to get a 70. And that's what I feel with progress, not perfection. I'm just giving myself a loophole not to do the work. 
So every day I'm doing that. There's a, there's a concept I love of holiness. And I love the, the way that I've been taught by other spiritual teachers that it's wholeness, W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S, not H-O-L-I-N-E-S. I'm trying to be whole. And that I do through these, this step work. And for me personally, I use those relationship prayers in step four in all areas of my life in my 10 and 11. Who do I want to be as a daughter? Who do I want to be as a sister? Who do I want to be as, a, as an American citizen? Who do I want to be as a member of OA? That is my North Star. So when I'm trying to go for, for, um, for perfection or whatever you want to call it, is I look at my 10 and 11 work. Who do I want to be as a daughter? How was my current behavior? How did that compare? And when I ask that question, in step 11, what could I have done better and what corrective measures should be taken? I look at my current behavior. I look at who do I want to be as a daughter. And then I work towards that ideal, knowing as a human being, most likely I won't get there. But if I continue to use that, those, this step work on a daily basis, I'm going to grow towards those ideals. I'm going to grow towards a relationship with power. And then I don't have to worry about imperfect abstinence or whether I'm going to pick the food up. Because God will continue to remove the obsession to eat, which means I won't want to eat, which means I won't pick up the food, and I can live in contented abstinence. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Kim G. from Jersey. Up next, we have Barbara E. followed by Ann M. Good morning to you, Barbara. Good morning. May I be heard? Yes, you can. Oh, good. All right. Thank you so much. It is a wonderful meeting. Well, for me, there's a relationship between a thought I have and the reality. Every thought is alive, and as soon as I think it, a result occurs immediately. However, to make something happen, it can take a series of many thoughts before I can actually see it with my eyes. This occurs because the God of my creation acts immediately. When I tell a lie, I immediately experience fear. When I tell the truth, I immediately experience freedom. For, for me to experience the meaning of this requires me to act on faith. Faith is that belief without evidence. Every day now, I get down on my knees and I ask my great amorphous God of my own creation to invite me into his day to place me under his vast umbrella of protection and walk along with me to guide me today to be all I was created to be, to let me act on faith, to pray and meditate and listen for his gentle whisper guiding me. Sometimes I'm inspired, but sometimes I'm not. I know I'm not perfect. Perfection is overrated, too stressful to aim for perfection. Just to be a work in progress is my goal. It's comforting to think that my amorphous God has the power to mold me into something better. But still I always pray and listen all through the day and call another to ask how they're doing. It gives me peace and a feeling of progress and to thank God for a day of abstinence and to grow along spiritual lines. What can I do of service for you today, not what can you do for me? 
to look for beauty and hope and forgiveness and have faith that the principles of this program can help me to accept the world not as it as I think it should be, but as the world it is. To be free of binging on food and then the term binge, thinking because I'm not good enough. We are all children of God. I came for the food in 1997, but I stayed for the mood. I needed a, a mood alteration and that's what the principles of this program are all about. God doesn't make junk. We're not junk. Together, we do get better. Thank God for this program and the principles. I pass. Thank you, Barbara E. Up next, we have On M. And before you share, On, give me just a little minute here to let everybody who just possibly rolled out of bed or is opening up their big book know where we're at. We finished the steps yesterday, and now we're on page 60, first paragraph. And that first paragraph begins with, many of us exclaimed. So I'll take you to the list of names after we hear on M. Good morning to you, friends. Good morning, Jen. This is on M here from Ireland, a recovered compulsive overeater. Can I be heard, Jen? Yes, go right ahead. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. And thanks for taking the meeting. And thanks, everyone, for being on the line. And um, yeah, I really love this paragraph as well, you know, and the part where it says, do not be discouraged. It's just lovely to, um, yeah, to hear this and see it, especially as a newcomer, you know, do not be discouraged. There's some hope in it and some courage there as well. And uh, yeah, that's the message, you know, I would want to bring to a newcomer is don't be discouraged. You know, there is there is help here and there is hope here as well. And the next part where it says no one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. And that is, you know, that that whole part around perfectionism, you know, it's a real part. It's a defect of mind and it's crippling. It's absolutely paralyzing to try and do anything perfect and it's not sustainable. And uh, it's like it says, I think it's in the, in the doctor's opinion, you know, we pull the whole structure down on top of ourselves if we can't do it perfect. And that's what I used to do, you know, with everything, with diets, the whole lot. So, you know, it's a very humbling experience for me. And it's, it's you know, it's the part as well where, you know, it's, it's showing me that I am going to make mistakes, you know, but it's about living this program, not about doing it all perfect. It's not always going to be black and white. And, you know, when I do make a mistake, which I will because I am human, you know, I do have step tens. I can I can go back. I can make amends. You know, there's a step for every single twist and turn in life. And it's so rewarding. So it is. And I love the part as well where it says, you know, we are willing to grow along spiritual lines. And of course, that means about growing and living, not about the food. You know, we just get the food right. The food has to be right. It has to be in its proper place. But this is about living and it's about change. And I think when the, the big difference, I think, for me is when I've got a higher power and a connection, strong connection to a higher power, it's then about transformation. But I have to be willing, you know, to take the actions and do my part and God takes over the rest. And that's the transformation. And the last part, you know, principles, yeah, guides, these are principles, guides, you know, to progress. And that for me, you know, it's it's summing the whole thing up really, you know, that it's their guides and you know, to sum it up, I think Dr. Bob put it in two, three words, it's love and service or love and tolerance for me. 
And, you know, that is about, you know, living this program. You know, it's that part where, you know, growing along spiritual lines, living it, being it, and also giving it away and sharing my own recovery, you know, with other members and with new members, recovered members, you know, whoever. So that's all I have, Jen, with that I pass. And thank you so much for taking this meeting. Thank you, On. Appreciate it. All right. So again, page 60. Who would like to share? Who hasn't uh, shared in the last couple of days? I share, please. Oh, was it Johan M? Linda D. Can you hear me? Johan, was that you? Yeah, who is that? I hear somebody's voice. In the... Barbara. K.L. 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 I got you, K. And who was the W after K? Joanne Ginger w? C. Joanne what? Sorry, w? my name was from New Jersey. Were you able to hear me? Linda D. Okay. Ginger C. Awesome. Okay, this is who I got. Give me just a second. Okay, so... I, I got to keep writing while y'all say your names. Okay, so here's what, who we have. Um, there's a somebody from New Jersey who unmuted twice and tried, and I don't have your first name. Tell me who you are, please. From New Jersey, if you'll press star one. Linda D. I have you, Linda. Could you spell it for me, please, Shem? Yeah, S-H-I-M. Thank you so much. All right, perfect. I didn't want to miss you because I heard you twice in there. So let me tell you who I heard. I have Linda D. I have Shem. If you'll give me the first initial of your last name when you share this morning, Barbara, Kay, Joanne, Ginger, Linda, and Russ. So I might have Linda D. in there twice, but if I'm, there's another Linda, um, just let me know when you get there. So we're going to go with Linda D. first. Go ahead and press star one, Linda. Good morning, everybody. Sorry to be a pain in the neck. I've got a really poor phone. Um, okay, I'm Linda D. I'm from Connecticut, and I'm positively thrilled to be here. What a great, great book this is because it's my guidebook now. Um, before I was a smartass and I knew all the answers. Um, I think the thing that jumps out at me is um, the word grow. That simple phrase, willing to grow along spiritual lines. Um, okay, so it's today. What is it, the 27th or so? Okay, last night I went to bed and I said to God, thank you for your presence in my life. So how, and I meant it. I really felt it and meant it. So how come I woke up today scared? I had had a, disturbing dream about death for whatever reason of what was on TV probably. So how, what am I going to do to get back? Cause it was, I mean, I was really upset. I did the routine. I have learned from doing this, these steps from this book, from being with you guys. Um, a healthy OA meeting like visions is priceless. So, there I was, and I, I did my routine, and I would almost say voila, but really, I started to say thank you 
I didn't feel it. I felt just kind of shaky. But there it was, over and over. Thank you, I can walk. Thank you, I can see. Whatever. And I did what was, uh, someone talked about it earlier. This has been my experience is I talk to this force within me and I listen. And it's incredible the direction I get if I practice that humility of putting aside what I think I know, my big intellect, blah, 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 with its opinions, blah, 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 and listen, because this is a whole new way to be in the world. It's intuitive. It's not foolish. It's not silly. And um, someone mentioned about self-care and self-esteem. That comes out of me learning to love, and that comes out of me learning to connect with a higher power that is love. And I'm not guessing because I know from experience and all the things that have happened to me, including today, wow, this is, this is the ride of a lifetime. I am so grateful. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Linda D. Up next, we have Shem from New Jersey. Good morning to you, Shem. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yes. What's the first initial of your last name, please? Shim F, as in like Shim f up. Okay. Um, okay. I'm Shim. I'm a compulsive eater in New Jersey, and um, I'll, I'll just share it. How much time do I have to share, just so I know? You have three minutes on the clock. Go for oh, it. Oh, wow. Three minutes. Okay. That's dangerous. Um, thank you. It's my first time on the call. Um, I've, been, I've been in the program about a year. Um, May 18th was a year. And I'm grateful to be here. A lot of my friends in LA that I've met over the year have told me, get on these phone calls. They're amazing. Um, I'm not a big phone call person. I've never done, um, uh, maybe a couple of times in my first week, I did some phone uh, OA meetings late at night. But um, I'm a face-to-face person, and I get very distracted when I'm not looking at people. So um trying to focus. And I really heard some things um, already that have uh, felt helpful and a uh, a seriousness about recovery that um, I could see why people have been encouraging me to call in here. And right from the very first share, uh, hearing somebody point out that uh, progress, not perfection, is about spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. It's amazing. I've been reading the big book for 12 years and never thought about that. Um, I'm in a couple of programs, and it's interesting being uh, being sober uh over 10 years in a couple of other programs and uh and being a newcomer in this program has certainly been an experience um and just this week um you know upping my my program and my commitment like somebody else said like like taking this seriously and until this week my wife and i were on the same page she's not in the program but she's been very helpful but suddenly this week i'm saying things to her about my commitment to abstinence and she's starting to be like okay that seems a little severe that seems a little extreme and it's like yeah i know but the other way is not working for me and i you know if i have for example uh, a boundary that i don't eat off my kid's plate then even if my kids like on sunday had the same breakfast i was about to make and they decided they weren't eating i know if i eat it even though it was abstinent if i would have made it for myself 
Today it will be an abstinent breakfast. Ate off their plate. Tomorrow will be French fries. The next week, it, it, there's no end. I need to stick within what I'm doing, and to take seriously, you know, the principles of the program. And interestingly enough, um, I, I've been having this conversation with my sponsor because when it comes to the to the steps and to and to abstinence, I've been taking it very seriously. And he's like, "Wait a minute, why aren't you wearing this like a loose something or other?" And I was like, "Because I can't do that anymore. It's not working." Um, I do want to say one thing before I run out of time, um, just because I am a newcomer and I think maybe I wasn't going to share this, but I thought, you know, maybe it will be helpful for the group to hear from the perspective of, of the newcomer. Um, I know the fifth tradition is about carrying the message and um, I'm going to come back because I've heard a lot of good things, but I do want to be honest. There have been a couple of things I've already heard this morning that have felt very discouraging as someone, you know, I've shared before. I do know the big book pretty well. I sponsor with it in other programs. Hearing hearing shares taking the inventory of the rest of OA as a whole didn't didn't feel encouraging or loving. It felt discouraging. I, I don't know why we can't carry the message without taking the inventory of the rest of the fellowship. So maybe there could be less of that and more of the of the positive message. Thanks for letting me share and uh, look to Thanks. be back tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks, Jim S. from New Jersey. And there is a time for newcomers. It's going to be between this hour and the next hour. So I do encourage you or anyone else who's new on the line to stick around, give your name and number um, so that others in the fellowship can reach out for you, to you. All right. So up next, we have Barbara M. followed by KL. I think I have that right. Barbara, is that the first initial of your last name? Uh, hi, this is Barbara S. from New York. Um, I want to thank my higher power for getting me up in time for these meetings. It's a blessing. It's the way to start the day. I need a daily reminder with my rituals and a meeting like this. Um, progress, not perfection. I'm thinking of the way I see it, and that's um, what has me in a light, light standstill is I want to do this program perfectly, perfectly. My sponsor suggested I listen, well, I listen to a lot of the podcasts, which are very helpful. And one of them, which was really moving me along, was two hours. I did an hour, and then I was going to go back to it. And I didn't back. Now, I'm talking about it now. I'm going back to it today. It's so easy. I'm retired. I have time. Um, I think it's a little bit of a fear of growing. Um, the food is in place. I, I'm not thinking of the food. I'm thinking of yesterday. Uh, you know, we're taught if something bothers us to give it over. Uh, I was being somewhat selfish. Uh, I'm with a partner. Him and me were together for 20 years, and there's this dance we do. Uh, I ask for help with something te technical, and then I say, oh, he's being too bossy. And then it's just this dance, and I think I start the steps, and I have to... Uh, do a 10th step on it because it may start again today. And this program, this Bible, this Bible, it's like a Bible that's teaching me 
how to live in my later years, in my senior years, is a blessing. And I have to remember progress, not perfection. I'm in a drawing class. I didn't draw perfectly, so I don't want to go back. But I will. Today, I'm going to be on the Zoom drawing class. (laughs) I just have to... I'm I'm not going to say I have to. I have too many have-tos. I have a program. Uh, My sponsor has given me assignments. I go along with the assignments. I have to finish what I started the other day and stop. It's like I'm on a swing, like like I'm swinging back and forth. I'm busy swinging back and forth. Just have to stop. Work it. Be willing. And I'm so thankful that I'm continuing this program at this point in my life. Thank you. John. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara S. from New Jersey. Up next, we have KL, followed by Joanne. Good morning, Kay. Go right ahead. Good morning. Hi, my name is KL from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And thank goodness for this paragraph because this is exactly where I am. I'm at my step four with my sponsor, and I'm not even sure I could do all of these steps. And they do look daunting to me. And even speaking right now, I'm only speaking because, you know, I'm instructed to do so by my sponsor. She said, take your, you know, space. Um, But this passage really gives me hope. Um, And it says, don't be discouraged. And that's exactly what I needed to hear because this morning I woke up feeling discouraged. I'm like, I can't do this, you know? So I needed to hear it this morning. So I'm very glad. I'm very happy to hear all of the shares as well. And this just says to me, you know, all you have to do is keep on keeping on. Don't give up. And eventually the spiritual awakening is going to come. Even though you have doubt, it will come. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Joanne. Up next, we have Ginger C. followed by Linda D. Morning, Ginger. Ginger C., press R1. There you are. Good morning. Thank you for your service. I am Ginger C., a real compulsive overeater. And that's just what I can't go through. Hey, Ginger, we lost you. You're breaking up. Are you still there? You have no idea how hard this is to share right now, but I'm doing this for you on vision, especially those that have been recovered, because I gave the greatest gift away by taking that first bite and I'm living in hell right now. down and I'm in the steps, but the God consciousness is gone. And that is the scariest place to be in life without feeling that power. So if you have any notion that thinking that this please call me because I will give you a message that will probably scare the crap out of you. And it's so scary to know that I've had that awakening that I went through the big book that I followed it precisely exactly and I ate again. And the greatest fear today is I don't know if I'll get back. 
it's up to God. I don't know. And to live what I'm living right now is a nightmare. Because you don't have the food to take the effect off. And then there's no God. So again, I only share because I don't want to see you go through this house. And if you want to to pick up that food, you're going to be right back where you left off and probably in the worst place. It was that I passed. Thanks, Ginger C. from Colorado. Up next, we have Linda D. followed by Ross M. Good morning, Linda. Linda, could you press star one? Or was there not another Linda? I thought I heard two. Well, let's see if my buddy Russ is around. Okay, Russ M, go right ahead if you're available. All right. So we do have a few more minutes on the clock. I'm just going to give Russ one more chance to unmute the press star one. Oh, there you are. I knew you'd Sorry come Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it's okay. We just kind of, I had that in Linda in the middle. So <laughs> go right that's ahead. That's prepaid Russ. phone I got in Philly, man. You know, my minutes are up. <laughs> 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 Russ, I'm recovered compulsive overeater. Just thanks for the beautiful meeting. You guys are awesome. Um, so what an order. You know, when I read that and I knew what was coming ahead, I was scared. You know, I was very scared. I, I can't lie to you. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to do these inventories. I didn't want to work the steps. I didn't want to look at myself. I had to deal with my issues for, you know, 40 years. I had to look at all the craziness. And, you know, not even deep down. I knew to, you know, I created a lot of it. So I didn't want to do it. It wasn't. But, you know, then I looked at what my life was looking like. So it was either go on like this or, you know, take the bit in the mouth, take a shot in the jaw, and and have a chance to be regular, have a chance to just live a normal life. And that's that was my impetus. I was scared, man. Who wants to do any work? I want it easy, man, right, to hold the, my whole life. That's why I was in shambles because I had these quick fixes that gave me no long-term, no long-term freedom. And, uh, you know, that, that don't get discouraged. And, you know, we claim spiritual progress, progress, not spiritual perfection. That gives me such hope. You know, I failed the majority of my life. I messed up a lot of things, but at least now I got, I have a way of, you know, I, I, I can inch forward. I could be regular. You know, I could be a, a normal human being and I, I have a, a way of doing it, a way of life doing it through 10, 11, and 12. You know, I'm going to screw up again, but these are not going to be major catastrophes because we're, you know, we're getting, pro- I'm progressing. You know, maybe 10 minutes after I'm dead, I'll have it all figured out. But until then, I got a shot to be better each day and be what God made me. And it's through this program. And, it, you know, the, the more I develop, and listen, I'm screwing up left and right still today. But now I can learn from it and not make the same mistakes. And, you know, it keeps you further, further away from my addictive substances. Just, but yeah, I was, you know, I was pretty scared. But if I could get free, anybody can. Because you know, I was a train wreck. So, thank you, Jen. Love you guys. You have a beautiful day. 
Okay, thanks, Russ. Love you too. All right, and we still have three minutes on the clock for one last person. Please press star one and give me your name. Phil M. Go ahead, Phil. Thank you. Hi, thank you. Um, I'm Phil M., gratefully recovered, compulsive overeater from Northern Ireland, and it's so sunny and beautiful today. Thank you for your service. Um, Yeah, this is so powerful. I found a wonderful number of sponsors that I've worked with, you know, and they have been the right sponsors at the right time. Uh, My current sponsor took me through uh, the 12 steps, through vision, and that was totally life-changing. I'm going through them again with her at the minute, and I'm on step four, but she is such an encourager. She is got so much wisdom, and the way that she models sponsoring for me is the way that I try now to sponsor, and every now and again, I'm, well, quite regularly, I'm tempted to put the foot down and say, no, you've got to do it this way, you know? Uh, regardless of how busy that person is or whatever's going on for them. But my sponsor is very gentle. And, uh, you know, if I just make one call, she gently reminds me. I try to make two, you know. And um, the other day I went on to a sponsor and I was about to say, you've got to do this, you know. And I decided, no, that's not the loving way. Uh, Just encourage her, you know, uh, send tell her what worked for me and uh, she said to me you really showed me how to sponsor and instead I was thinking if only you knew <laughs> but you know HP there loves all of us and is guiding all of us you know and um, we just we just keep trudging together shoulder to shoulder and it's a wonderful path to be on thank you for sharing it with me with that a path thanks Bill M from Ireland thanks for uh Helping us out there at the end. We still do have a couple, uh, well, one more minute. So we'll just go ahead and close the meeting today. Thanks, everybody, for showing up, for all your shares, for your listening participation as well. It is a WE Fellowship. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. If you're interested in the share ID for today, write this down. Thursday, May 27th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, is 17,027. That's 17027. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Kathy P., would you read for us? Thanks, Jen. This is Kathy P. from Catskill, New York, uh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. 
May God bless you and keep you. Until then.